This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Afternoon, everyone, and welcome to St. George's Park for today's England squad announcement for the UEFA Women's Euro 2022. Very pleased to be joined by Serena Wiegmann. Um, the conference is in two parts. The first section is on today's squad announcement and a sec- second section embargoed until 10.30 this evening will act as a preview for tomorrow's game with Belgium. Um, we'll begin focused on the squad announcement, obviously, and we will kick off with Anton at Sky Sports. Hi, Sue. Nice to see you. Good to see you. Um, look, first off, the headline figure is no Steph Orson. Why have you decided not to pick Steph at the, the Euros? Yeah, that was a hard decision, uh, but I think she she's just not ready to compete. Uh, I think we set a plan in place with her and for her, and we did everything. She did everything what she could do, and we supported her as good as possible. She came into training. She's in a very good place, but just not ready to compete, I think. It's just a matter of time, and we don't have that time. How difficult was the decision was it then? Yeah, really hard. It's hard for every player that we that we had to disappoint, um, but of course for her too. She's just yeah, just a, such a big player who's had such an impact on the England game, uh, and she did everything. But yeah, as I said, other players do everything too. It's just really hard. What was her reaction when you when you told her that she couldn't be in the final squad? 
Yeah, well, um, of course she was really, really disappointed, and I know she did everything um, f to make it. So it's yeah, of course she wasn't happy. Uh, she just took the, um, the arguments I gave her, and then we left it for now, and we get in contact later. Will, will Steph and the other players not in the squad still be around the camp for the next few games and up until the Euros? No, we're now with 23, and so we play Belgium tomorrow. Um, and then after that, we'll set in place what the standby players will do. A lot of people have last question, so I'll have one more. Uh, Frank Kirby is in, though, despite the fact she hasn't played since, since February. Why did you decide to pick her despite a lack of match sharpness? Uh, because she's doing well. Uh, she has been in training for a while. She has been in camp with us. Uh, and she's, uh, uh, she has been in training, playing games, playing training games. And she's ready to compete tomorrow. Happy with the squad? Yeah, I'm happy with the squad. Yes, very happy. <laughs> Thanks, Sorry. Anton. We'll open up to questions from the floor. Yep, Lindsay. Just wondered, Serena, um, Phil, Phil Neville took um, a player, Ellie Roebuck, as part to have the experience in France for the World Cup. Are you tempted or were you tempted to have a player going along that wasn't part of the 23, but just to be there for the experience? Um, no, well, we picked 23. And I think within the squad we have now, we have experienced players, we have young players, players for whom it's the first tournament. So I think within this team, uh, we have the balance in that. Um, so I decided to be with 23. Thanks, Lindsay. Emma? Hi, Serena. Hi. Obviously, Chloe Kelly's been selected. She has just come back from that serious knee injury. So, how much are you looking forward to seeing what she can do at this uh, at this Euros? Yeah, she came in for the first time, so we start working with her. Uh, she built up at the club. She uh, she did well, and now in the training session, she's growing and growing, getting used to the style of play, which is not really a lot different than it is at Man City. She's excited. We are excited, uh, and yes, well, um, we have three friendly games, and hopefully, we can see a little more. Thanks, Emma. We'll go to Molly. Hi, Serena. Um, how much has this camp influenced your thinking? Because I suppose coming into this, there were a few players that had injuries. I think Jill, Steph and Fran. So how much has that changed from the 23 that you've kind of picked today to maybe what you thought at the start of this camp? Yeah, well, we, we have the bigger picture. So we had the whole season. Um, then we have these camps. Some players came in differently. They're actually in, in, in different positions um, or from uh, different situations. So we evaluate all the time. Um, so we have every training and then we go take the next step and then over time we get the picture. Um, so, yeah, and then but we use all the training sessions. Are we on the right place? What do we see now? Uh, we, we, we talk to players. Do they improve? Can they take what we really want from them? Are they in a good place? So continuously we are evaluating and then taking the next step. And I think there's nine players that are going to be playing in their first major tournament. We know it's going to be a, a big one. There's going to be a lot of interest and pressure and everything like that. How do you think the balance is between the, the more experienced players and the younger players in this squad? Yeah, I think the balance is good. Uh, you need some experienced players that can share. But uh, it's also about quality. And I think uh, we picked um, a team with lots of quality, with experience, but also some unexperienced players. Um, and, but also that we can, if we need to change things in the game, during the game, I think we can, we have opportunities to do so. So I do think we're in good place. Thanks, Molly. We'll go to Simon. Hi, Serena. Hi. Um, with, with Steph, how difficult was it to not let emotional sentiment come into your thinking in terms of 
picking her or not picking her? I think I just answered that question. But you want to hear it another time? <laughs> I will answer it again. Uh, it's hard. Uh, but you have to, to have... Well, first of all, you have respect for each other and you have an open conversa conversation and you have to have an honest conversation. So, um, yes, of course, it's emotional. But the best thing is to give an honest answer and give the arguments, the football arguments, and have that bring that across. And is there any thought or scope for her possibly being involved in a non-playing role in terms of her experience or having her as part of the setup, or is it now she's No, completed? I don't. I think, um, yes, she has lots of experience, but I think in this squad uh, we have also other players that can share their experiences with the team. So it's just the 23. Thanks, Simon. We'll go to Susie. Thanks, hey, Serena. Um, how close was Steph? You said it was just a case of time. How, how much more time do you think she needs before she's match fit? Well, well, let me answer this question, this last question on Steph, because I also want to talk about the 23. But I think she needs rhythm and, and you need playing time. And, and so I don't know the time. It's just what you see. And normally you build up and you have two, three, three games to... to to build that up in, in minutes. Um, but every person is different and every person reacts different on load and comes back. Some players come back real quick and they take a little more time. So that's hard um, to, to compare with each other. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks, Susie. Go to Catherine. Hi, Serena. Um, I don't think Jill's played since March. I know she had the um, she dropped out of the last England squad back in April with, I think, an ankle injury. Obviously, she's fit enough to make the 23. How is she, her fitness and, and will she be ready for, for these upcoming yeah, she, games? She kept on training. Um, so when some players had some time off, she kept on training in rehab and she's in a good place now. It wasn't, it wasn't some knee uh, trouble, but she's in a good place now. She's training all the time and she's ready to compete. Thanks ever so much. Are there any other questions? If Yep, Rachel. Hi, Serena. Um, you spoke since you joined about how important your uh, plan and your routine was all the way up until the Euros because you didn't have a lot of time. How happy are you with how the journey has progressed? And you're, you're only three weeks out now. How happy are you with where the team is now? Yeah, so far we, uh, we were able to do the things we want to do. So what we're trying to do with the technical staff is uh, to develop our style of play and um, like in possession, out of possession, transition moments. And what we wanted to do, we did so far. And so we, now we have still a couple of camps to go and some games to go. Um, and with the evaluation of the games, we'll continue. But we also have some things that we really want to, to do before we start the 6th of July. So I think, we, yeah, what we want to do, we're a pretty good place. Thank you. Yeah. We'll just go across there, please. There are fairly obvious recent examples uh, with England teams of um, games that were seen as preparatory games for a tournament, giving a manager a hard time because of poor results. Where do you see, where's your line between results and just getting miles in the legs in the warm-up games before the tournament? Are you, are you interested in the results or is it purely about what you see on the pitch in terms of build-up play with and without the ball? Yeah, I think it's a combination. Of course, we go into games to win. We want to win every game, but um, like we have three games, we we want to see some things too. And this is the first game in our camp, and before that, most of the players had some time off. So you wanna um, also uh, manage the load a little bit in this first game tomorrow, and then we build 
more and more to the starting lineup, and the competition is really high in this team. We we have some opportunity to to change players and then change a little bit in in what quality qualities we bring, special qualities we bring on the pitch. That's what we finally going to figure out the last games. Thanks, Daniel. Yes, we'll go to Sophie. Hi, Serena. Hi. I was just going to ask about your squad and the, the pressure of playing at home because you've done it before in the Netherlands, um, but here maybe only Jill has played in a tournament at home with the Olympics. So how, how do you assess the squad like mentally going into this as they're preparing for a home uh, yeah. tournament? Yeah, there's pressure. What we do is, uh, first of all, um, as we said, we have a plan in place on pitch and off pitch, and we just trying to manage all the expectations. And first of all, we have expectations from ourselves. We just want to play the best game we can. And we can, and that's what we're working on every day. So our plan needs to be really clear. We need to have trust in our plan and stick with the plan, whatever occurs on a road or comes on a road. Um, and that's what you try to focus on. And the other thing is that, well, we know what our plan is. We share that with the team all the time. We get feedback from the team. Uh, so we make sure we're on the same page. And those are the conversations we have. And yes, we'll probably have lots of opinions, which is okay. Because the more people watch, the more opinions we have, the better it is for the development of the game. But we need to value our own um, opinions because we know what plan we have in place. Thank you. Thanks, Sophie. We'll take a question from the back. Sorry. Hi, Serena. A lot of the players have really praised these facilities and, you know, the training the past couple of weeks. How important has that been in sort of your selection and seeing how fit they've been and how well they've trained on the pitches? Yeah, it's just really nice that we have such great pitches because then you can do what you want to do. Um, and, yeah, well, we have, we have all the facilities here, so that helps the preparation. The better the facilities, the... the well, only, might, might be only one or two percentages to, to do the things you want to do, uh, but that can make a difference. So it's really enjoyable. Um, we don't take things for granted. Um, it's all set in place. And obviously, Jill Scott's been mentioned. It will be her fourth Euros. How important has she been in helping the younger players come through? Yeah, well, first of all, uh, she performs on the pitch. That's the, that's the first thing she needs to do. You need to perform and show, and she brings something in, the, in, in our game. But as a person, yeah, she's such a bright, well, person. She's she she always looks relaxed. She makes people smile, and that, that you know. Then it get, sometimes, you know, you have to be serious when we're on. We, we we have to be focused. But it's so good, also good to relax. And she can help in that too. And she can share all her experience she has. And she she's a social smart uh, human being too. So uh, yes, uh, that brings brings that in the team too. Thank you, Serena. Thank you. Um, we'll move on to a match day minus one section. Uh, and we've been talking about football, but obviously you had a special guest at St George's Park today in, in Prince William. How, how was that? Yeah, that was fun. And that was nice. He was really interested. He, uh, he knew a lot about us. Oh, he, he has visited the team before. Um, and yeah, it was just very nice to have him and to share some things, what we're doing, why we're doing it, um, what preparation for the Euros, but we also talked a little bit about the World Cup. Um, so, yeah, it was nice. What did you think of his football skills? Well, I didn't wear the right shoes. Oh, is that, is the so shoe, it was the shoes, yes, was it? it? It was, was the, the shoes. shoes. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That's very nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you, and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.